Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the informal program this week. We'd like to offer our congratulations to England and Croatia for reaching the finals of the Eastern Conference. I mean, look at that side of the bracket and tell me it's not. Oh, yeah. Live from a city in Southern California we will not mention. Excuse me. This is the informal program. Here's the host, Daniel West. Is anyone else unsurprised and unimpressed by England? I feel like I'm the only one with this. I feel like everyone's just running around. Oh, England, England. I'm just like, are you guys watching this team? Now, that's not to say that they're bad. They're quite good, actually. That's not what I said, though. I said, are you, I should say unsurprised. I mean, unimpressed. I just I just watch them. This is what I see when I watch England, okay? I see goalkeeper back there. Good goalkeeper. Forgot his name, but he's awesome. Hugo Lloris. Be quiet. That's France's goalkeeper. Speaking of, can we have an update quickly? And now it's time for a live update. Uh, hold on. Let me let me reload the page here because. Uh... Yeah, you would think we're more organized, but if you've been listening to the show, we we know we're not. And why is World Cup spelled like on my computer like gourd? Why is it W O U R L D? That's not how it's spelled. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have a goal, 60th minute. It's a goal. It's a goal. First of all, who's playing? France and um, Belgium. We have a goal. Samuel Umtiti has scored in the uh, 55th minute. Make it the 51st now. What minute did he score? Sorry, the 51st. Thank you, uh, English Dave Rogers. It's more of an impressive John Champion, the great English announcer who also moonlights in America. I do hear a bit of John Champion. Minus the, you know, professional aspects. Anyway, keep going with this here. He was uh, assisted by Antoine Griezmann in the 51st minute. And it is 1-0 France against Belgium. Thank you. Can we go back to the show here? Uh, John, what is it? You're doing it wrong. You got to do it like uh, like they do it in the NHL. Um, hold on. Let's see if I can find it here. Okay, here we go. Um, do we have a goal horn? Can we just do this, please? All right, fine. Just just sound a goal horn. And, and okay. Go France! Scored in the 55th minute by, hold on, let me see his number. Take up to your computer. Number five, Samuel Umtiti. Assisted by number seven, Antoine Griezmann. Time of the goal, 51st minute. Samuel Umtiti from uh, Antoine Griezmann. Continue play. Thank you. So I'm the only one, I feel like, who's watching England... You see the 10 guys out there in the field behind the goalkeeper, who I forgot his name, but he plays for Everton. He's done a great job in this tournament, by the way. And this is what I see. I see Harry Kane out there doing Harry Kane things. I just see nine other dudes just kicking the ball around like, all right, well, we have to go that way. That's what I see. That, 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 that is blasphemous. Okay. I, I'm just being real. I said several weeks ago they don't have a playmaker. They still haven't found one at the World Cup, just so you know. 
I mean, Ruben Loftus-Cheek is great, but I mean, you're going into a game against Luka Modric with Ruben Loftus-Cheek? How about playing that card? You get the, the board game out. You're playing a game. I don't know what we're playing. Call of Duty. Board game edition. I don't know. And they put down a Luka Modric. Bam. And you go, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Okay, that's a mismatch. Okay, but they're doing a good job. I'm not saying they're not. You are just, you're slamming them though. You're slamming, you're saying, oh, they're not doing well. No, I'm, all I'm saying is that I watch this team and in some ways I'm like, how did this team make it this far? Okay, now that's fair. <laughs> Excuse me, that's fair. Oh, for crying out loud. Did you have to blow your nose while you're talking? Um, no. Thank you. They're just a team. I'm like, how are they still going? How are they? St- how is this sustainable? We didn't even get to the part that's really fascinating. Harry Kane, at this point, I think he's responsible for more than 70% of their goals. What? Look that up, Dave. How many England have scored and how many Harry Kane has? Because he's broken all kinds of records simply because he's just the guy on the end of these crosses or he's hitting these penalty kicks. How... This is my thing. It's not, it's not even about England. It's not about hating England or anything like that crazy. It's just a matter of as if we look at it as a game. That's Because that's the way I enjoy looking at sports. I don't like looking at it from the perspective of, you know, well, my teams are in it. Yeah, it's, it's a sport. But I look at it from the perspective of a game and how a game works. And if we're looking at England, how have they sustained this? That's my question. This team, essentially, they're playing FIFA. They're getting all their goals from one dude off set pieces or penalties. How has this team made it to the quarterfinals or the semifinals, excuse me? That's that's all I'm asking. I'm looking at it from that perspective. Just to examine it as a game and say, you know, there's going to be a team in the World Cup. They're going to rely heavily on one man scoring all the goals. And basically all of their offense is going to come from stoppages in play. This doesn't happen in tournaments. Dare I say it? Maybe Portugal's run was less inspiring or more inspiring than this one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look at this team. Watch them. I'm not saying they're not great. Now, before the English jump on me. I mean, tell them to jump off at this point. I'm getting some letters, man. Do you see that? Look at this, man. The magical mailbox is filled to capacity. Does the magical mailbox have a sound? No. Why am I just learning about this? We had it back when we did the pilot show like two years ago. I do remember that, but you couldn't you couldn't fix it. Yeah, that's that letter's blinking. I can close the door now. Uh, the hinges work again. Okay. So if you want to get in touch with the show, by the way, by the way, you're listening to the informal program, got to let you know that. SoundCloud and Apple Podcast, And somewhere on Google Play. We're lost on Google Play. Dave set us up on Google Play, and we have no idea where we are. We can't find ourselves. But if you go Google Play, search the informal program, you might be able to be our first listener. If that's the case, we might send you a prize if we had any. There we go. Nice. Well, well done. Way to let them know what you're listening to. Thank you. So, you can get in touch with the show. Slide in our DMs at Informal Program on SoundCloud. We don't check our Facebook or Twitter very often, but occasionally you can find me, Dan West Radio on Twitter, if you want to at me about England. Or just send us a letter and it will appear in the magical mailbox, which Dave is... I mean, it, it, it seriously, what is it, movie? Miracle on 34th Street? That's what it looks like back there. He's getting flooded. Just every time I mention England, there are just more letters coming in. Are any of them appropriate? Not many. Okay, don't read them then. 
I'll continue with this, man. I'm, I'm sticking by what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying they're a bad team. Well, you're certainly not giving them much credit. I am giving them credit. All I'm telling you is a team in the World Cup has made it to the semifinals by relying on literally one man. I'm not talking about figuratively. I'm talking about literally one man is scoring virtually all the goals for them. You like that pause? That's a radio pause right there. He's scoring all the goals for him, and they're not getting goals from the run of play. How is this team in the semifinals? That's all I'm asking. If you're watching a basketball team and one man is scoring and they're scoring all their points off free throws. So basically the Rockets. That was good. That was good. Look, look, I mean, okay. I mean, maybe you, maybe you celebrated that a little bit too much. I put the shirt back on. That was a nice one though. All right. Give him a, stop the show and give him a hand. Well done. John, you're not caught. John's not even in the room. He's back in his studio. We need to tell people that John Beatty is supposed to be in a different studio from us with glass behind it. And if you listen to the show, you would not think that. He never uses it. I don't know why we paid for that. We should just have him just floating out here with us. Just bring the, the soundboard into the studio here, and he doesn't have to be behind the glass. Because, I mean, we got a silent door thinking, oh, maybe he'd like to step out. He's never in there. As I drop my papers on the floor. Who cares? Here's an interesting story that you was sent to me. Do we have an update on the game? Do we have an update on the match? Uh, excuse me. Uh, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. What, what's going on back there, John? I need, to, I need some imaging here. Uh, hold on. No, I don't think I can find it. Oh, that's unfortunate. Are we going to do the show, or are you, you doing something back there? Hold on, I need to find out my soundboard. Okay. Yes, for this once, I'm bringing him back. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, no, not him. Substitution, leaving the game. Number 19, Musa Dembele. Entering the game. Number 14, Dries Mertens. Dembele for Mertens in the 60th minute. Thank you. That was 10 minutes ago. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on. Uh, we, need, we need imaging. What does that have to do with anything? Until I can find. Uh, yellow card issued to Eden Hazard in the uh, 69th minute. 63rd minute. Are you guys even looking at the timeline of this game, man? It's the 70th minute right now. That happened in the 63rd. The substitution happened 10 minutes ago. I don't think you guys are watching the game. Well, duh, we're working. Okay, well, you should look at the timeline better then. If I'm sitting up here asking you the score, and I'm, I know more about the game than you do, there's a problem. All right. This story is interesting, though. Let's get to the story here. Dave sent me this story, and, and just to be clear, this show was never supposed to be just, oh, a sports show. We wanted to move around. As I pick up the papers in this uh, article Dave sent me. What happened was we got in a rut because Dave, you know, producing the show is a, an adventure unto itself. Uh, 
and uh, I ended up creating most of the content for the show until the sentient sports guy showed up, and then we fired him because uh, he was working two different jobs. Basically, you know what happened with Spain and their head coach? That's what happened with the sentient sports guy. Uh, and then we hired the Vegas Golden Hat. And he's done a great job, but, you know, it's not hockey season anymore, so we're not expecting a lot from him. By the way, book bookmark, because uh, I know, John, you have a story about Vegas fans showing up in Los Angeles. Oh, it's a great story, man. If I can remember, just, just remind me, because it's a fantastic story. All right. Well, let's get to this story, though, because it's very interesting here. Which is that, apparently, we were going to do this in the Local 5 with Bagman. Bagman, I don't know if he's even here. But this is the story that uh, apparently they want to build an aerial tram to the Hollywood sign. That's the story here that I have. What? And that's not why I want to read this story. I mean, you know, people are trying to build aerial trams all the time. But this is, this is, this is what got me here. All right? This, this is the beginning of the story. This comes from USA Today. I see you back there, Dave. Do not get us in trouble, please. Uh, it is to Hollywood what the Eiffel Tower is to Paris and the Empire State Building is to New York. The ultimate selfie spot, the Hollywood sign. That's how the article begins. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, now, we come from a city in Southern California. That's where I'm going to begin. So I'm not on my high horse in New York saying what, but, but one of these is not like the other. I'm sorry. One of these is the Eiffel Tower, the other one's the Empire State Building, and one is just a series of words hanging on a, a mountain. All right. Glad I got that off my chest. When we come back, more informal programming right after this. You're listening to The Informal Program. All right, folks. Self-grooming is very important. Having others groom you, that's kind of creepy at this age. You know, if you're listening to the show and you're a kid, I mean, you know, it depends on your age. But if you're an older person, I mean, you need to self-groom. All right? And a great tool for that are tweezers. You can... Do all kinds of stuff with tweezers. The other day, Dave was in the studio. He was moving around some kind of wooden board. I don't know what he was doing with it, like some kind of draft board or something. He dropped it and got a big old splinter in his finger. And we were saying, how are we going to pull this thing out, man? It was huge. And so we tried pliers. They didn't work. We tried some scissors. That that was even worse. And then John went to the cabinet. And he grabbed some tweezers. So if you want to make sure that you stay healthy and clean and look presentable to other people, you need to pick up some tweezers, man. They're an all-around tool. And we love them. So thank you to Tweezers for, you know, hopping on board with the show. You can find them at all your local stores, uh, drug stores, pretty much anywhere. And now it's time for the Bagman News Report. And now, the Bagman News Report. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another edition of the most popular segment in the history of the Informer Program. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Today, England. You know what's coming home? Your team after they lose in the semifinals. Now, it's not because I don't like your team. As Daniel the host said, stealing my takes again. I, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with the team. But here's what I have a problem with. You beat Sweden. Do you know how fans celebrated beating Sweden? Now, I'm not blanketing all England fans under this, but some of the England fans went into an Ikea and started jumping up and down on bed singing It's Coming Home. I mean, come on. That... Talk about a stereotype. That's like you beat the United States and you just run into a Burger King and start, yeah, we beat you. Come on. Grow up, please. And if you win the tournament, please be humble about it. And now back to the informal program. 
And now, back to the... Excuse me, actually, no, no, I'm not done with this rant here. You are the United States with the World Cup title. That's what you are. Back to the show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, what did he just say? I know by company policy, we're not supposed to discuss the news report, but did he just say they are the United States with a World Cup title? I mean, I'm going to look at the stats. I don't think the man's wrong about this. Look at, look at, look this up, John. Look it up. They've won one title. They've never won the Euros. Oh, my goodness. He's right. They are. Are you guys serious back there? He has spoke. I mean, he has, he, he has, he has unveiled something. Talk about shocking. It's true. They are. They're the United States with the World Cup title. How did I never notice this? Yeah, it, wait, I think he's right. If they don't win in 66, they're in the United States. They've won one major trophy. This is this is very offensive. I'm just going to say, man. As a fan of the United States. But maybe he's right. Maybe he is right, man. I don't know. I, I think he is, man. Look, I- I'm looking right here. Fourth place in the Euros, third place. Uh, I'm mean, sorry, semifinals and a third place in the Euros, fourth place in the World Cup. I mean, essentially, yes, they are the United States. Whew. All right, put that one in the hot take burner. England is the United States with a World Cup title. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean... I know it's already hot in Los Angeles and the rest of Southern California. But that right there, that's that's scorching. They're hot takes and then they're just takes that just melt things. That that's a whew, that's that's a nuclear take. Not your language. And now it's time for Beanie Factoids. Here's John Beanie. What? You're not ready? I didn't know I had factoids today. Okay, we'll go look some stuff up. You know, tell your story while you're at it. Okay, yeah, I'll tell the story instead. This will serve as my beauty factoid. Oh, by the way, oh, hold on. I think I do have a good one. Uh, okay, this is the first factoid. Number one. How about you come up to the microphone like we've been doing? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, this, is, this is one of my rare factoids here. Um, actually, I do have a few. I didn't look at my notes. <laughs> They're right here. Okay, um, and then I'll tell my story. So the first factoid is that this is unbelievable. Joseph Martinez of Atlanta United has scored more goals this season than the Seattle Sounders. What? I repeat, Joseph Martinez. Yeah. Forward. Yes. For the most amazing and obnoxious MLS team of all time. Wait, I thought I thought you mentioned Seattle already. Good one. You are learning the comedy chops. Uh, Joseph Martinez of Atlanta United has scored more goals this season than the Seattle Sounders. What? This stat comes courtesy of Mike Conti on Twitter, the point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies. That's Mike Connolly. Oh. I was going to say, I was like, how's he writing soccer and playing? Well, I mean, he was injured this year, so I mean, I guess he had time. That was a little, hey, 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 that was a little low. Too far. That was, yeah. It, totally yeah, totally. It really was. All right. 
Uh, but anyway, Ken's courtesy of Mike Conti. Joseph Martinez has 18 goals this year. The Seattle Sounders have scored 15 as a team. That's what happens when you're old and slow. And, and Will Bruin is your lead forward. I love Will Bruin. I'm sure he's an amazing man, but come on. Would you have Joseph Martinez? To use your analogy here. Excuse me. Here's some playing cards here. I have some playing cards. So you're playing Seattle. All right. You got an Almarone. You put down an Almarone. They say, all right, we'll give you a Ladero. Oh, okay. That's, that, that cancels each other out. And they go, okay, we got a Clint Dempsey. And they say, we have a, a Michael Parkhurst. They don't even play the same position. Oh, close enough. Anyway, and then you go, Joseph Martinez. And then they say, oh. And they look through the deck and he says, oh, hmm. Will Bruin. Yeah, see, it doesn't work. Anyway, so they've scored fewer goals than, uh, than, than the, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Sounders. No, the Sounders have scored fewer than Atlanta United. That's what I said. No, you brought the Grizzlies in somehow. I don't know what you're talking about. Number two. Factoid number two. Uh, Luke Walton. This is big news, man. Luke Walton and Tyron Lue will have a summit somewhere in America to discuss LeBron James. Uh, this is some breaking news we heard. Basically, Luke Walton... Is saying, help me, how do I coach this man? You know what's crazy, actually? This should be, it's a factoid in and of itself. Luke Walton and LeBron James were drafted the same year. What? If you remember, 2003. So Luke Walton is going to be coaching a man, basically, he, he could be a teammate with, if you're still playing. So he's like, help me, how do I control this man? And Tyrone Lewis going to tell him, buddy, you take the severance package, you get out of there, and you let LeBron be the player coach. That's, that's my advice to him, get out. Number three. Great move, by the way. Uh, and finally... Kawhi Leonard. Ooh. Oh, Dave, did you hear about Kawhi Leonard? Is it the story everyone's been talking about? Yes. Oh, I have heard. <laughs> He's still a spur. Yes. No, that's not what it is. Apparently, Kawhi Leonard, he wants to play Los Angeles. You heard that, right? Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of Kirk Franklin to me, right? If you don't know, now you know. That's right. Too far. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm sorry, Kirk Franklin. Too far. That's right. Too far. Anyway. Too far. Too far. That's right. I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. And if you don't know, now you know. Can you please finish this? Yeah, sure. Okay, so if you didn't know, now you know. Kawhi Leonard is a spur. He wants to become a Los Angeles Clipper. <laughs> Apparently, now that LeBron is in LA, he said, Oh, I want my own space, man. And he said, Hey, Lakers. Psh. I want the Clippers. And this has been Beanie Factoids. This has been Beanie Factoids. Yeah, I just said that. I still got to get paid to speak. Very well. All right, now for your story quickly. All right, as you know, one of our favorite hockey teams around here, well, actually, because he's employed with us, is the Vegas Golden Knights. Are the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes. So, I was at an LAFC game the other day, as happens occasionally. And they were singing the National Anthem of the United States, which I don't know if you've heard it. It, you know, goes, no, say, can you see, on and on. There's one verse in the song where uh, they say, um, you know, I don't remember exactly how you get there, but there's this gay proof, and then you, you sing the rest of the song. Now, each sports team in the U.S., like certain sports teams have different things they say. So like in Washington or Cincinnati, or other places like the New York Red Bulls that have red. When they get to the Rockets' red glare, they say, the Rockets' red glare. Right, and the fans sing it. I think th this may be the best one. We need to have a bracket done to determine this because middle of summer sports radio, that's what people do. They have brackets and whatnot. But they need, to, they need to decide this because one of the best ones 
one of the very best ones they have is the Vegas Golden Knights, where they say, gave proof through the night. Right. So I was at the LAFC game, and what they do there is they have the, the supporters sing it. So it's not, you know, some corporate guy they have to pay or girl they have to pay. And, oh, and ladies and gentlemen, this famous opera singer, this singer no one's heard of. Uh, Usually those go hand in hand. Okay. Okay. No. No. Don't give. Don't give him the hay. Don't give him the hay. No. 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 We will not allow that. We apologize to opera singers. Totally uncalled for. Totally. Too far. All right. Carry on. Thank you. So instead of hiring somebody to sing it, that's a great way to save money, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, that's why they do. It's not because oh the fans. No, they want to save money anyway. So. And still, popcorn's like $12. I don't get it. The money's not going to the anthem singer. Will you finish the story? Yes. Okay, so I'm sitting there, and so they have the crowd singing. So I say, ladies and gentlemen, join us in singing our national anthem. And then the, the supporter section, they begin, oh, and then everyone starts singing. Anyway, we get to the gay proof, and like over on the east side of the stadium, I hear, night. So apparently, Vegas has gone global. Yeah, very good story. Can we have an update on this World Cup match, Dave? Uh, or should I just look at my computer here? What's going on back there? Wait, I'm loading it. May I have my imaging, please? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, hold on, I gotta find it again. This is the only way we're using him. This is just his voice. We're not actually paying him, okay? Substitution. Exiting the game, number eight, Marwan Fellaini. Marianne? Is that how he says his name? Marianne? Wait a minute. Marwan, Marwan Fellaini. Entering the game, number 11, Yannick Ferreira Carrasco. Fellaini for Ferreira Carrasco in the 80th minute. Thank you, that was five minutes ago. Let's talk about England real quick before we wrap up the show here, because I think this is a very interesting part of the story. I was, I was looking at this article online that's talking about how part of the reason why England is successful is because their head coach situation went down, which was that Sam Allardyce, Big Sam, who is known throughout the globe as the man who will spare you from relegation and little more, honestly, got appointed the England national team head coach at the end of... Manager. Manager. At the end of the 2016 Euros because they had failed so spectacularly. There was a scandal with him. I'm not even sure exactly all of what went on. Maybe Dave can research this. Like he researched Harry Kane's goals that he scored in the tournament. Uh-oh, I've been exposed. Yeah. Let's just say he has a lot. All right, very well. Good enough. Good producing by you. So he had a scandal. He had to resign, and Gareth Southgate came in as the manager. And this guy, he only coached, I think, uh, he he coached. I want to say Middlesbrough for a couple years. Middlesbrough. It's like it's like how the kids say, it. "What's up, Middlesbrough?" That's what you call the middle sibling, the Middlesbrough. All right, all right, give it to him. All right, very well, very funny. He's been in rare form today. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Dave's been on it. <laughs> Anyways, you interrupt my story. The gist of it is, Gareth Southgate. They got him because of the scandal, and they also they were supposed to be hosting this World Cup. Russia got it, so. There would be a lot more pressure on him if that were the case. So my point is that some things which at the time looked kind of grim have kind of turned around for England, and now they're in the World Cup uh, semifinal. And by the time we hear you next, they may be world champions. We'll see. 
We'll see you next week. Until then, bye. This is the Informal Post Show. I think we got to everything we want. No, we didn't. We still. One day we're going to look at this Philippines basketball fight. We've been trying for three weeks. Dave has put it on the log, and then you tell jokes, and you forget what you're going to say, and then all that, and John is yelling back here and whatever's going on. We're going to get to this Philippines basketball fight, apparently one of the great basketball fights of all time. 87th minute, still 1-0 France. Thank you. Substitution, exiting the game. Olivier Giroud coming in. Steven uh, Naruzny or something. And then there's another substitution, and I don't care. Thank you. Very, very thorough. Anyway. Carry on with your show. Why are you moving between my mic and not? I don't know. Just, just I just like your mic. I like walking on the side of it like, hi, it's John Beanie. Please go to the back. Please go back in your studio. Anyway, we have got to see this Philippines basketball fight.